0: I'm Brinkley, and I'm Whitney, and this is the Blooming 30s Podcast.
1: We are two best friends living long distance that have found connection through marriage, motherhood, and growing in our 20s.
0: Join us in our conversations as we bloom in our 30s. Hey, and welcome back to the Blooming 30s Podcast. We're so happy to have you here.
1: Today's episode, we are going to talk about how to turn a bad day around.
0: I think this is going to be a really good topic. I'm excited. We got some really good submissions, and Whitney and I are going to share our tips to turn around a bad day. But before that, we have a lot to cover. We have launched officially. This is our first time recording since launch day, and it feels like a
1: little bit extra special, like that I feel like I'm actually talking to people now instead of before I was
0: just talking with myself. So
1: it's been really really fun to like see everybody's reactions. Everyone has been so kind and like supportive and sharing to your stories, which is just like the best little present we could ask for. Thank you guys so much for
0: doing that. So nice. Next week. Yeah. It just like made our day. Every share was so fun. And I, I love, I feel like, yeah, what you're saying now that we're talking and we're recording, I can picture people's Instagram handles in my mind and i I feel like, yeah, we have friends.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's more of like a connection feel versus just like us talking to each other, which is like our entire goal for the podcast. Like we want us to all feel like we're creating a little bit of a community of little gal pals. So totally feels more legit
0: now. It does. And yeah, people have just been so sweet and so kind. And it couldn't have gone better. So we're just so thrilled to be doing it. And we just can't wait for more. It's gonna be so fun. Okay, do you wanna do our bloom and our wilts for the week? My bloom this last week is I got to take a trip with my oldest daughter just to Arizona. It was a quick little weekend trip. My sister-in-law had her baby shower. She's having her first baby. And Parley, my eight-year-old, really, really, really wanted to go. And it was seriously the best experience ever. So my bloom was just spending time with her. Obviously, with her being the oldest and adding on like three kids after her, it's just she's just taken on her own unique role in the family and getting to know her one on one. I mean, we we're pretty good. We'd like to do one on one dates with our kids or even just one on one time at home with our kids, but having like a full weekend when, with her was. Really sweet and
1: well, well and like I feel like traveling you get like a whole other side.
0: Oh, it's funny because like we're on the airplane and she's got her hands up like she's on a roller coaster. She hasn't <laughs> been on a plane in a few years. <sighs> so it was so cute, like experiencing I that's gotta be probably one of my top favorite things about motherhood is just experiencing those things with your kid. Cause it's like, yeah, you go on a plane all the time and it's like whatever, but seeing it They kind of
1: like remind us how cool. Things are like things that we take for granted. They're like, oh my gosh. And you're like, yeah,
0: that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, totally. So it was so fun and we enjoyed the weather. We got a little sunburn, which was like really, I mean, bad, but like fun (laughs) to be in the sun all day and spent time with family and ate really good food. I love Arizona's food. So the best food ever. It really is. (laughs) I swear they got really cool and opened up all the best restaurants. After After we left. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So yeah, that was my bloom this week. It was just really special. And honestly, it was a really good week overall. I just feel like my goal this year of having a slower paced life and like just soaking up every moment and stuff. It's like here we are in March and I feel like not a single week has gone that way and everything's (laughs) turned so crazy. (laughs) And this week it was... It was finally that, so it was nice. And then my wilt for the week, seasonal allergies are upon us, and it is wreaking havoc on my life. I feel like I need to claw my eyeballs out. My nose is driving me crazy. I feel like I can't breathe. Anyways, so if you're going through seasonal allergies right now, I feel ya.
1: Oh, man. I know that's right around the corner for me. I am Mm -hmm. allergic to alfalfa, and idiot me bought an alfalfa farm, so...
0: I know that's around the corner for me. So I'm so sorry. That's the worst. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. Well, it sucks because it's like we're so excited for spring and we feel so pumped that it's coming. But then we get that smack in the face of your body's Like, "Uh, nope, this is what comes with that. So we actually had a little bit of rain and I I feel like it kind of cleared it up for me. It kind of for sure. It
1: like settles all the pollen.
0: Yes. But then it was back again. A couple of trees down our street are totally about to bloom and I'm like oh man I'm so jealous they're pretty <gasps> but it's gonna wreak havoc so
1: uh meanwhile it's like record-breaking winter here oh just my gosh of I eternity so awful.
0: all of our Utah people are you okay Ooh,
1: we are not okay <laughs> seasonal depression that is why we are doing this episode we just need some bright tips to make yep. the winter days less
0: depressing totally okay what about your bloom and okay. wilt?
1: I, too, feel like it's been forever since we recorded. We did take a week off because I was gone, Um, so I feel like it's been forever, so I kind of have two because it's been so long, Um, so I went to the Dominican Republic with my sisters. Um, I went with my two sisters and a sister-in-law, and that was really special because two My sister and sister-in-law, they live out east. Um, My family all is in Virginia. So I don't get to see them all too often. Or like if I do see them, it's with like the rest of the family, like a huge reunion. So we don't get a whole lot of time to just be us and connect on that like more intimate level. So that was really fun. And I felt um, really grateful to be able to do that with them. And it helped our relationship bloom a little bit more. And I have a little sister um she is oh I don't know 18 19 (laughs) she's in college I think she's 19 um so she came with us too and it was just really really fun to be able to do that um yeah that's really special
0: and unique not a lot of people get to do that with their sisters no so that's I don't know if we'll
1: get to do it again or hopefully because I feel like it was really beneficial but I'm glad that we got to that
0: and you got some Um, sun
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm peeling. So that's good. Hopefully this is my first peel of the year and then that's it. But I sunburned my scalp, which is just the worst part. I feel like I forget. I like lather everywhere else with sunscreen and then I forget my part line. And then I realize it when I go to brush my hair and it is like the worst pain ever known to man. So So now I'm peeling on my scalp. So I just like have cute dandruff looking flakes going on right now. It's a real hot look, (laughs) (laughs) but it felt good to get some sun. And I just, it was super relaxing. We, um, one of my new year's goals was to read. And if you know me, I, the last book I read was twilight whenever that (laughs) came out. So it's been a, a long time since I've read. So that was my new year's goal to read a book a month. And my goal was like an actual book, not an audiobook. And I've read, I don't even know how many I've lost count. I I've know you're lot. killing so the game I'm, with the book. I'm doing good. And it's like a whole new, like passion has like lit up in me. I never thought I'd be <laughs> this girl. So it was really nice. <laughs> I just read for like four days straight on the beach and it was so relaxing. Two of the ones that I read were just like so good. I couldn't put them down. I read, um, yeah. the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which I feel like everybody loves. And for good reason, it was so good. I read that one in a day. And then I read All of Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. And that one was just so sad.
0: So (laughs) So sad. So
1: good. And I feel like it just gave me a really unique perspective into infertility, which I feel like we could all just understand a little bit better. And then my will, I have a quote because I feel like what my will is, it's like hard to put into words, but I have this quote and it says, It's okay to be affected by something you thought you had healed from. Healing is not linear. Be gentle with yourself. And I feel like overall, that's my will. I had some things from my past get brought up in a way this week, and they affected me more than I thought they would have. I thought I had kind of like moved on from these certain things. And so I was like kind of upset with myself for letting them trigger me in a sense or like get get a reaction out of me. But I have a book called The Gentle Reminder. I think that's what it's called. If anyone needs it, it's so good. It's like just like a book of like pep talks whenever you need a little pep talk. And I just was flipping through it the other night after I had a day that I felt like these things, these thoughts just like kept coming to my mind from something that I thought I had moved on from. And I found that quote and I was like, It's okay. Like things will be brought back up again and it's okay. But right now, it's bugging me and it's triggering me and it's getting to me. And like, I obviously need to like dig a little deeper and figure out, like, obviously, I didn't put all of it to bed and figure out how to better.
0: And that's okay to be like gentle with yourself because that's totally okay and so normal. Normal and healthy to let yourself feel what you felt when it happened and then. Just keep going. Well, and I feel like
1: we think we'll move on from something and then like a different experience will come up and that will kind of like make us look at what happened like in a new light. And then we like have to process it in that new light again. So I feel like that's kind of what's happening right now. It's like just seeing things from a different perspective.
0: No, it's so, so true. Okay, so we're gonna jump into our topic today, which what we said before is our tips to turn around a bad day.
1: I first want to start out with taking note that like we're going to say it's a bad day, but I, I don't want to get hung up on that word bad because I think that there's a lot of purpose in bad days or harder days or sucky days, however you want to call it. And I feel like the first step into like making sure we get the best out of our bad days is to kind of shift our mindset. Um, And I I have this quote that I want to read that I think just like sums up everything I think about bad days. It says, why a bad day isn't that bad. It allows you to figure out what's not working. You are more aware of your emotional triggers. It is a great opportunity to honor your feelings. And I love that because we can learn so much from our bad days. We can learn like why is this affecting me like why is this a bad day like how can i avoid this in the future what's not working in my life what caused me to get to this point in my life and it become you become more aware of your emotional triggers same thing like you become aware of like what's getting you to that point and like how to set boundaries to hopefully avoid you getting to that point again um and it's a great opportunity to honor your feelings saying it's okay like it's fine if i feel down right now like Those are perfectly valid feelings and like I need to feel them and I need to process them and move on. It's okay. Like it's not a bad thing. The next one, because I think I need to tell myself this. So if someone else out there needs to hear this too, don't confuse your bad day as a sign of weakness. Those are your days you're actually fighting your hardest. And I feel like I get really hard on myself when I have a bad day or I have like a bad mental health day, I get really hard on myself because I do think I work so hard and I try so hard to stay in a good mindset. And so that when I do have a day that I feel down or I'm struggling with something, I then turn that into beating myself up. And I'm like, like I had made such good progress. Like, why am I having these feelings again? Like, why am I down again? And I love that. Like, it's not a sign of weakness. Those are the days you're fighting the hardest. And that's a A really good reminder. I want to open
0: it. No, I love that. I love that you started with that. And also I just think there's different types of bad days. Sometimes you can just have a bad day for no reason. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can have a bad day because something caused that. Sometimes you can have a bad day because you caused it yourself. I mean, (laughs) it's just it could be so many reasons. And I love I just love the idea of just being a little gentle with yourself and knowing that. That cliche reason of bad days are good because then you wouldn't know what the good days were.
1: Oh, oh for sure. There's no sunshine without rain. rain. So all of that said, we're going to just give our like favorite ways to, if we're aware that we're having a bad day, we can make little changes in our day to
0: hopefully make it a little bit better. So do you want to
1: share your first tip?
0: This might not be relatable for a lot of people, <laughs> but this I've learned, especially the older I've gotten really, really plays a huge role in the level of bad day that I'm having. Um, if I my environment is not tidy or there's something wrong with my environment, it massively affects me and it makes the hard times harder. <laughs> and so I really get a lot of therapy out of cleaning and organizing spaces. I feel like it's just kind of my way of working through my emotions and my feelings. And I know that I'm also reaping the benefit of it because I'll have a clean and tidy home when I'm done. So yeah, my first tip is to check your environment. Um, I love creating a to-do list and the satisfaction of checking something off of that to-do list. And even just going space by space or room by room, taking my frustrations or my Emotions out on that in a good, positive way. It helps in so many ways. Not only helps me work through the emotions, but then gives me a better environment once I'm done doing that. Um, when I'm, you know, going through that, I love to put on some music. And really, it depends on the mood. Most of the time, I just tell my Google to play Michael Buble, and there's something mm. about that type of music. Mine is and it uh, just-
1: Frank Sinatra. Similar Oh, vibes.
0: my gosh. Similar? I know. Yeah. That's like my cooking a nice meal music. Ah, <laughs> But lately, it's been Mike Wublé, Nora Jones, Mindy Gledhill. It's been like just oh, more so calming. Good. Which yeah. is funny because I'm a very – I really love either 90s country or like early 2000s like hip-hop music. Mm, the good old days. And so – I know the good old days, but it's funny how like really depending on my mood and lately it's been more of the calming music. So love the music, love a good podcast. And I have to be really picky with the podcast. It can't be like a pop culture or something like that. It has to be like an uplifting, happy, gonna have me feeling, yeah, uplifted at the end of it. Yeah. I wish, like, quotes in your house was, like, still the thing. Still cute. it was, yeah, if it was, I would put this in there. But I love the quote, happiness is a freshly cleaned house. Mm. It's true. It's so true. And so so that's my first tip, is if you're having a hard time, look around at your environment and do little things. Light a candle. It doesn't have to be the whole house. One of my, I know I've mentioned this before, but I love, like,
1: gardening and planting and flowers and all that so this like imagery is like really speaks to me if a plant is struggling you don't blame the plant you check the environment and oh, I'm like love that's that. so true because humans we're just plants like we just yeah why don't blame me if I'm struggling like check my environment like what is wrong totally. in my environment like is there a neighboring plant that's stealing all my nutrients are they sucking the life <laughs> out of me like you
0: know I love that. I'm not getting enough sunshine that day. That one. Right. We all need sunshine. We're all just plants basically.
1: (laughs) Okay. I love that. And my first one kind of is similar to that. Um, One of my very first like motherhood advice that I was given was when your baby's having a hard time, take it in water or outside. And like nine times out of 10, that will help your baby like with whatever it's going through. And in my nine years of motherhood, like that is so true. If a baby is struggling, we're going to go outside. We're going to take a bath. I'm going to take a bath with it. Like we're going to yeah. take a walk. Like, and it really, really does help. And basically we're plants and babies because same thing. Like, <laughs> If I am having a hard time, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go on a yes. walk. I'm going to lay in the grass. Like I'm going to take a shower, like add water or sunshine. It doesn't even need to be sunshine, really. It just needs fresh air, water, or outside.
0: I love the comparison with the babies. The babies, it does. Yeah,
1: or babies and plants.
0: I remember when Parley was brand new; she was a pretty fussy newborn, and we lived out in Santan Valley, Arizona, so we could actually see the stars at night. It was really nice. Mm. And I remember we would hold her, and we would just walk the length of our backyard just get her outside. Do you remember that? Yes. And I would play literally Mindy Gledhill music. Shout out again to her. She's been (laughs) my saving grace for so long. But I would play that music and it was outside. So we need it too.
1: Yeah. Being outside is really like so impactful. Like even if you just like go and take a blanket and lay it down in your grass and literally just lay there for 10 minutes, like
0: that is so impactful. Okay, my next one, cry it out. And maybe not even cry it out, talk it out. I'm very much so the type of person that loves to talk it over a few times <laughs> before I can like fully get it out of my system. Um, so cry it out, talk it out with a friend, with my husband, being around people that uplift me, even when I'm talking about something that's hurting me or why I'm having that bad day. I think there's a lot of beauty in finding those people that can uplift you while simultaneously sitting with you in it. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like they need to feel what you're feeling and they need to be the person to pull you out of it. But knowing and surrounding yourself with people that you know are going to allow you to sit there and they'll be something I've seen
1: lately on social media that kind of is reminding me of this is I've seen therapists recommend like when you go to your spouse, like you need to tell them like, this is just event session or I need your advice. And like, if it's just event session, then your spouse or your friend or whoever you're going to for comfort knows like, this isn't a time for me to offer advice. Like I'm not trying to fix it for you. Like I'm just going to be here to validate you. And like, sometimes that's all you need.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think having that maturity too, to enter the conversation, like if I go to you and I say, Whitney, I just need you to hear me. Can you hear me please? Yeah. And you're like, yeah for to communicate that when you're in the middle of whatever you're feeling that's big yeah, yeah. and incredible i was going to say like a part of that if it's not a friend or your spouse or you know a family member go to therapy talk it out yeah. in therapy getting that out and like taking it from inside and like literally putting it out there taking it out of just your body i think is so it's therapeutic It is. I was going to say, we we dabbled a little bit, Cameron and I, in therapy last year. And I mean, we pulled good things that we liked from it. And it was incredible just talking to even a stranger. And I know that's not everyone's cup of tea, but just find your vice, whether it's your partner or your friend, your sister, your mom, or a therapist, just talk it out. I think a lot of people can really hide it and sweep things under the rug but it builds and and we mentioned it in a previous episode your body knows remembers you gotta let it out feels you have to let it out so cry it out that goes back
1: that goes back to the what I opened it up with it's a great opportunity to honor your feelings like honor like however you're feeling let it out like if it's not crying talking journaling however like talk through whatever you're going through and like it's okay And like give those feelings space to do what they need to do. My next one, eat. It's so simple, but I don't know if everyone gets as hangry as I do, but eat. And really like being anxious or upset about something like makes me nauseous, just like that's my physical response to it. And so if I'm already like kind of hungry, that nauseous feeling is going to be 10 times worse and like feel heightened because I'm hungry. So like, really, like, again, going back to we're just kids. (laughs) Kids just need food. Like, (laughs) if you're like having big emotions, like, take a second to like, actually sit down and get like a good solid meal in. And then like, oh, yeah, continue with it. Because all of like the physical responses that come with having a bad day, being angry, being overstimulated, all of that is like heightened when I'm hungry. And maybe not everyone's that way. But I need to eat. No, it's
0: so true. I was going to say like one of the best things I love about being friends with you because I come up and I stay with you guys frequently. Yeah. And it's I'm very much the person. I think it's like slightly that people pleaser in me. If I'm hanging out with people, if I'm with friends, I can very easily ignore my body's cues. I will hold Mm. my pee for hours. I will not eat forever and ever and ever. And I love when I'm with you because you're very vocal about that. You're like, I need to eat. Like I have to, we have to go get food. I'm always always the first person hungry. You are, but I love it because I never have to worry about where my next meal is coming from when we're together. (laughs) I just know. You're hungry at my house. (laughs) No, I literally never do. And it's the best. And I think it's, it's powerful that you recognize that and you listen to your body and you know, this is going to be heightened if I'm not taking care of myself.
1: Yeah. And there's days like that I'll get too anxious where you say like you like forget to eat or like ignore that. There's days that I like I have to really force myself to say like I need to sit down and eat like it is a really busy day. I may not have time or like I'm really stressed about this. I'm just going to get this done really fast before I eat. And then before I know it, it's been hours and like I need to eat. And so like there's times that I really have to like set that time apart to get a good meal in or else the rest of the day is just going to be crap. So, yeah, that's my little
0: tip. That's so good. So simple, but so impactful. Okay, my next one is do something nice for someone else. I think a lot of times we can get so caught up in our own stuff and just kind of almost pull the victim card. Poor me. Why is this happening to me? And some of the best times that I can remember feeling so uplifted Is when I got outside of my own head and I served somebody else. It can be your kid. It can be your spouse. It can be someone outside of your home. It doesn't matter. But just getting a little bit outside of your own thoughts and your own struggles and worries and helping other people.
1: I think you're really good at this because I don't. I don't even know if you remember, but after you had your miscarriage, I remember like you were actively looking for ways to serve people, and I, I remember (laughs) thinking like, "Who is this?" But I remember like, "Funny,
0: you remember that." That's like
1: I remember like you took meals and like goodies to people, like you were just baking to take to people, and like that was your way of like helping, like your day get better because you were going through something really hard. So I just think that you're a really good example of that.
0: Oh, well, thank you. It's funny because it really is a selfish act. I mean, when you think about it, you know, I don't always seek out to serve others to help myself, but I always am aware that's one hundred percent how it feels, and it's it's a fuel for me i I enjoy it, and I think that it's not always natural. You have to mm-hmm. remind yourself to do that. You know, when I did have my miscarriage, we lived out in Ohio. So super far away from everyone. And through those years that we did live out there, I really did immerse myself in other people, almost to a fault. So I was going to mention there's a fine line and I have been really horrible at crossing that line. You have to find that balance of serving other people, but remembering you first. Mm -hmm. And that goes hand in hand too, when you're married and you have a family, because if I'm putting myself last I'm putting Cameron and my kids last mm-hmm. too. I found myself struggling with that a lot when we did live out in Ohio. Was doing that almost to a to a fault where I was putting my family second because I was doing all of these other things. So, I think it can be a beautiful thing and it can really help. I think Some you just of need the- to
1: have constant check-ins with yourself like, yes, is this is this serving me? Am I getting more out of this? It's almost like you're serving people to serve people but like in a selfish way and if totally. it gets to a point that like you're not getting any of the benefits that come with serving people then like it's too much
0: and no one wants you to do that to yourself no, no one wants you wants your service so bad to where you're feeling drained yeah
1: like don't so, kill yourself to serve me like I want yeah. it to be because it's good for you. And like, because you have the room and the capacity to do so, but if you're neglecting your own family to bring me dinner,
0: I don't want it. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's funny too, because I feel like I was kind of forced to stop doing that. We found out we were moving here to New Mexico and I, right after we found out, I, Was really, really struggling with my fourth pregnancy. So it was my first pregnancy after my miscarriage, and it ended up being a high risk pregnancy. And I really wasn't capable of thinking about anyone else at that point. I had three little babies and a husband in training, and a high risk pregnancy with a cross country move on my shoulders. And it really did force me out of that. And when we moved here, it was COVID and I was at the tail end of my pregnancy. So I really had to lay low. The last few years, I really feel like I've been more in that mindset of taking care of my family. And not that's where really you can serve. Exactly. And that's still and like there's a season this is important. Oh yeah. It is. There's a season. You can you can serve other people for a time. And then you have to look inward and you have to serve who's in your home because at the end of the day, that's who matters the most. And so I wanted to share this quote. And funnily enough, I shared this with Parley. She's doing a school project on Helen Keller right now. I Mm. literally have super glue all over my fingers because (laughs) I was helping her with this project. But she was so excited about this quote. And I told her, I said, it's about Helen Keller, who you're learning about. But she said, "The unselfish effort to bring cheer to others will be the beginning of a happier life for ourselves," and I really mm-hmm. do that's so believe sweet. that. I yeah. think doing nice things for others doesn't have to be these grand gestures. It doesn't have to cost money. It can be in in the simplest of ways. Just send a text and uplift oh, someone yeah. that way. That's
1: a that's a huge service. I yeah, think how really like be. how do you, how do you feel when someone sends a random text just checking in on you? Like the best ever. So. Serving was one of my bullet points as well, so I'll awesome. just kind of touch on that, but that just proves how how Important. helpful that is, is when you're having a bad day, and I have a quote by Patrick Stump, and it says, when you have a bad day, and I mean a really bad day, try and treat the world better than it treated you, um, and I know we kind of touched on this if you listen to our five lessons in our 20s episode, um, to just be kind, and you don't feel better when When you're a jerk, like if anything that makes your bad day worse, Worse. like if I'm having a bad day and I'm at the store and like I'm just super rude to the cashier, like I'm not going to walk away feeling any better about myself. I'm going to probably feel worse and then probably stew on that later. But like if I find any opportunities to sprinkle kindness, even if I'm having a really hard day, like I'm going to feel better and it's going to help bring little tiny bright spots in my crappy day. So I just think to remember that and you just truly, I know we hear that a lot, but you never know what someone's going through. And like, if you can sprinkle kindness wherever you can, it's a selfish act because I'm doing it so that I can feel better, but you're also serving those around you. So
0: Well, and I think it's powerful. It's like you're taking the power back from the negativity in your day and you're saying, no, you're not going to win. I'm still mm-hmm. going to be a nice person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to let the hard day harden me.
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay. Going Kay. a little lighter. This one is literally my, I can't survive the day. So it, it doesn't matter. Good day, bad day. I'm doing this at the end of every night. Taking a bubble bath. Mm. And- I love baths. Oh, baths are the best. I know they really gross out some people.
1: <laughs> so you need to let us know are you team baths or team no baths? Because I am I absolutely team bath.
0: I know. You're probably not gonna like me very much because I shower one time a week and that's to wash my hair. That's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not a shower person. Baths. So sorry.
1: I'm you know, gross. in the summer, like I don't even know if I shower that much because I'm
0: in the pool. <laughs> in so. the pool, yeah. It works. So I feel like if it's an extra like hard day, take a bougier bath. Mm. Really like light up the do candles. The- yes. Put on a good face mask. Use that really good bath bomb. I've been really loving the um it's Dr. Teals is the brand, and it's not the Epsom salt, it's like the liquid bath Ooh. stuff. So good. Bring a really good drink with you. In your bath, whatever your advice is just do that and sit there. Bonus if you add a little chocolate in there. Maybe put on mm. a show and just podcast. Listen to yeah. us, <laughs> <laughs> totally. But it goes back to what you said earlier about getting in water. I don't know what it is, but just you like wash bath, the day away. Like it really does
1: soak away. It's your a problems. reset,
0: right? Yeah, it's a yeah. good reset.
1: Love that. I love baths so much.
0: Well, okay. and you have the best bathtub ever. So I would oh, love them even more if I had your During tub. our
1: remodel, you know that was like the very top of our priority was the <laughs> bathtub. I would take like a teeny, teeny, tiny shower if that meant I could have a bomb bathtub. So
0: 1,000%.
1: Yeah. Okay. My last one, um, meditation. And I feel like if you're anything like me, you hear that word and it kind of sounds like a little hippy-dippy, a little weird. <laughs> that was definitely what I thought. Um, but I feel like the more I've like given meditation a chance, the more I'm like, yeah, everyone should be doing this. And I think I was really open to it because it reminds me a lot of like a lot of the practicing I did for labor, um, with like the affirmations and like breathing practices and stuff like that. It just reminds me of that. But for very, very beginner noobs, that's where I'm at in the meditation world. So (laughs) there's an app called Headspace and I'm pretty sure it's free. I don't know, actually, because I bought a ton of apps at the beginning of the year when I was like going through my (laughs) New Year's resolution. (laughs) So it might be a subscription, but that's the one I've kept. I've deleted all the other ones, but I really do love that one. It's just, it's so simple. And like, there's a search bar on there. So you can search like meditation for like, whatever you're struggling with right now. You can do just like a morning meditation where you're just like, waking up for the day and like you want to set the tone for the day. You can do one in the middle of the day if you're struggling with feelings of loneliness, you're struggling with something in the workplace, you're struggling with motherhood or like there's topics on everything and they're so quick. They're anywhere between like 3 minutes and 45 minutes. I've never done one that long. I don't have the lifestyle that I can do that. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> most of the ones I do are like 5 minutes and I really like that there's like topics and they're so quick and they literally like guide you through everything. So all you have to do is like sit in a chair and I put my headphones in and it's five minutes. Like really, I could tell my kids I'm going in the bathroom. Like during that time, it's, it's quick enough to do a little reset. My favorite way if I can is to do it outside because I feel like that's like a two for one little reset of the day, but that's my little plug for Headspace app. It's really good. And it just, I, I guess I didn't know what meditation was. So if you're like me that I didn't even know what it was, it's like, it's like a person just talking to you and like processing like how you're feeling with you and like telling you like to take deep breaths. Like that's really like all it is. Oh, like
0: telling that. you to be
1: aware of your breath and like that's it. And like the meditation ends and you're like, okay, like I can take on the day. Like I got the rest of the day.
0: That's what I needed. And it's so quick so i love that's really cool love i'm gonna download that i've tried meditation briefly through the peloton app mm. i would do like a few I mean, I after did. a workout or whatever but i don't remember the talking maybe there is talking can't remember most but. of
1: them are just like take a deep breath in take a deep breath out <laughs>
0: no I love that
1: think about like the ocean waves picture them going in and out so it's just like little like snippets to like kind of ground you and like bring you back to earth and like the ones that talk about like different subjects like they kind of talk about like it's okay if you're feeling lonely or like here's how you can honor that emotion and like kind of talks through this like it's okay if you're feeling abandoned or like here's how you can process it through that or hey you lost your patience on your kid like Here's how you can process that. Like, it's really cool that they have them on like every subject, which.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. My last one kind of along the same as my first one with my environment. And Whitney can attest to this too. I feel like um, she mentioned in a previous episode, we both bought homes last year. It's been really fun to take spaces and make it our own. That really impacts my mental health. I've really learned if I have. A project undone, or it's not a hundred percent what I like, or whatever it may be, I didn't realize how much that affected me. Um, but in the same breath, kind of the same as like cleaning and organizing, kind of getting my emotions out on the process of it. I really have learned I love signing myself up for a house project. Just busy work. It can be something as simple as painting a wall. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, installing wallpaper from <laughs> but <laughs> little but it really can just be so therapeutic and so nice to work on something and to take something from basic to beautiful and that it's my own creation and my style it can even just be decorating a little corner it doesn't have to be when I say house project that can sound crazy but um, just little. Just anything. Buying a new, has, like a
1: new vase or putting flowers yeah, out or totally anything.
0: Hanging a new picture or whatever it is. Um, But that has been something that's been really special. We, When we last owned a home, this whole idea of like basically flipping your own home was like. Like didn't exist. And I'm like, I'm Maybe sure it did, did. But not for but, people like us. I mean, I was yeah. 19 years old. So <laughs> we weren't. We weren't doing that. But I do remember talking with Cam. and if we would have lived there longer, I'm sure we would have, but we wanted to knock down a wall and redo the flooring. Like we talked about doing stuff like that, but it definitely was nowhere near the caliber it is now when you have your own home. So it's been fun to have our own home again and to be able to do stuff like that. And it's just been really fun and therapeutic for me. And I've, I've learned when I wake up that day and I know that I have... A task like that on my to-do list, it's just been instant happiness for me. So it's fulfilling. Um, It's actually funny too because I had a bad day last week and I took it out on my fireplace. I redid, we redid our fireplace area exactly a year ago and it's never quite been exactly how I wanted it. I kind of took out my frustrations on my fireplace and now I'm regretting it because wood is expensive and oh my <laughs> not <gosh>. redoing it. <laughs> so, yeah anyways that, that's, that's my last what tip we had
1: you guys submit on our instagram which first of all thank you so much for actually submitting answers here <sighs> i was thinking like no one i know respond We'd get like two <laughs> so we got such good things that like i just want to quickly pick out some things that stood out to me and share with you guys um yeah so a lot of people recommended like sitting by yourself, um, whether that's driving or like sitting in your closet or like just getting in bed, like getting somewhere that you can be by yourself with your thoughts and feelings and all of that, I think is really important. And especially as moms, that's sometimes really hard to do. So just doing whatever we can to make that possible, really important. Buying a stranger coffee. I love that. That kind of goes back to serving and being kind, like you're going to feel better about yourself and about your day if you can be kind to somebody else or look for opportunities to serve. Um, And then there's lots of things on here with music, which I just love because that's totally my vibe. Um, And I think there's a good mix between like pump up music, like feel good dance, dance party type stuff and then also like the call me music like I know you brought up your call me music I love Lauren Daigle yes. for like if I'm having a really hard day I turn on Lauren Daigle I don't know if that's how you say your name <laughs> one thing you'll learn about me is I say words <laughs> wrong 80% of the time but <laughs>
0: So sorry if that's not how you say it. We could do a podcast episode on my favorite words that you that say. That I say wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're my favorite. <laughs> that honestly
1: might have been one of my top insecurities about doing a podcast because I know that about me. Like, I know no, I say words wrong and thing. like I make up words, but they make sense in my head. So it's fine. Yeah, and it's people know what I'm trying to say. So like, is it really yeah. that big of a deal? No.
0: No, it's not. Um, yeah, good music. Uh, I loved the one where she said dance party with my kids. That was so yes. cute. Yes. I feel like so a lot cute. of the times
1: kids can feel our energy like big time. Oh,
0: yeah. And I feel like if
1: I am able to like stop whatever is like clouding my mind and like bogging me down and just like let loose and have fun with the kids, they love that. And that means so oh, yeah. much to them. And like it makes me feel good about me, myself as a mom, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally love that. Okay, this was another good one. One minute hug from my husband.
1: Oh my gosh, that was on my list. I forgot to bring that up. Mine was physical comfort. And yeah. I think oh, was it was it? Colin Karchner. Is that how you say his name? Again, sorry, I, think. I don't know. No, I he think shared the eight second hug idea with kids. And I think it was mostly just about his kids, but that has always kind of stuck out to me on like it, you should have at least one eight second hug with your kids a day or something like that and I was having a bad day last week and I remember like trying to be aware of like what I was doing to like turn around the day so that we could talk about it and like one thing I found myself doing a lot was just going to Michael to just like hug him and like just like I was more decompressed. Like, yeah and physical touch is not my love language at all it does not come normal to me so but, like, in the times that I need the comfort, like, I found myself wanting the physical touch more than I would on days that I was fine. So, I was going to him for longer hugs or like laying my head on his chest in bed or even going to my kids because sometimes the bad days, because of your spouse and you're like, I don't want to be near you, so going to your kid for physical touch. Well, I was gonna say that's love.
0: one of my saddest things about my last baby getting older and kind of just wanting to run around and not snuggle me as much because oh my gosh, you need gosh, those snuggles when you're sad, and then you get your baby to snuggle you and nuzzle their head in your yeah. neck. It's like
1: takes it's it all heaven. away,
0: takes it it's all away. Physical touch, yeah. for sure. Comfort. I loved that one. We had lots of submissions for grabbing a treat or a drink. Mm. We're just all out here living the same life because yes, yes, yes. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I loved the one that said like doing a, a drink in a fancy cup, which I think that's yes. so cute. And I actually just bought myself some fancy cups to do. I'm trying to drink greens and trying to go into that era <laughs> of my yeah. life. But I'm like, I feel like I I would like the greens better if they're in a cute cup, right? Like I would drink them more if they're in a cute cup.
0: Yeah, that was cute. It's like that along the lines of just romanticize every little thing in your life Mm -hmm. just to help make life a little bit better, right? Yeah. Every little detail matters.
1: Get stuck in like the mundane. But like if there's little details that you can do to make it more exciting, why not? One I really loved that I wanted to point out was I shower and then she put in quotes to start the day over and i use this a lot and i didn't even realize i use this with my kids and like if they wake up and they're just like on the wrong side of the bed and like they just come out and they're just ready to cause problems i will you use woke the phrase shows violence <laughs> yes which happens a lot i will use the phrase like okay like let's go back to your bed and let's start the day over. Like, let's try this again. We need a reset of the day. Like this day is not going super chill. Like let's start this <laughs> over and let's try again. And I think that's so special. And we can do that at any point in the day. Like go yeah. take a shower to like, be like, you know what? Like I'm going to start over. Like I'm going to reframe this day. I'm going to change how it's
0: going. So I love that. Uh, there was lots of ones about moving your body. Mm. and I think that that is so so crucial we like almost forget it as adults we think well we're busy during our day so we are moving our body but I think intentionally doing that I've tried to adapt especially as the weather's gotten better here is walking to get Henley from school and round trip it's like two miles so it's not a ton just having that sunshine and just walking it doesn't have to be like you don't have to go lift weights just move your body and or go to the gym. A lot of people say that's that's their way to reset. Yeah. That's their medicine.
1: Them. Sometimes you yeah. don't work out for your body. You work out for your mind. And I think oh. that is really impactful.
0: When I was going to the gym consistently a few years ago, I saw the results mentally before I ever saw them physically. It was a huge deal.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope any of these tips, one of these tips, all of these tips, you can take into your life and apply one of them the next time you kind of have a crappy day. And don't forget to look for ways to bloom this week. Bye.